Welcome to Inside Track, a conversation with New York's leading property management executives. I'm Paula Chin with Habitat Magazine, and my guest today is Don Dickstein, president of MD Squared Property Group. Welcome, Don. Thank you. Happy to be here. Given today's rising interest rates, it may be tempting for boards whose mortgage is coming due to put off refinancing until the last minute. But whether interest rates are up or down, procrastination is never a good idea. Don, you've been dealing with one co-op that learned this lesson the hard way. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. So we manage a building that had an underlying mortgage that was set to mature in February of this year. And buildings generally start looking into refinancing a good six months or even a year prior to mortgage expiration. And this is also very important because if shareholders are buying into a building or refinancing, lenders won't lend to them if an underlying mortgage is maturing within six months. So in this building, we didn't even start looking into refinancing until around November, which was very late in the game. And this building does not have great financials. It was a tightening lending market. The existing lender had a minimum mortgage amount, which this building was below, and there were rising interest rates. So the current lender wasn't interested in refinancing this mortgage. So we had to put the mortgage out to market, but at the same time, we needed an extension from the existing lender because we didn't have enough time to secure and close a new mortgage. So to get the extension, the existing lender also saw that the building wasn't showing a break-even or better budget for 2022. So in December, we had to put in an immediate assessment of all shareholders to even get that extension of the current lender. So we started working with a mortgage broker and the building was able to get a mortgage with First Republic Bank. And the building had not received a commitment from First Republic prior to the First Republic actually collapsing, which was on uh, May 1st. So now we have an extension with the current lender that was expiring on June 10th. We have a bank that collapsed on May 1st, which gave us six weeks to try to get a mortgage with a bank that had gone under. This is really not a very reasonable time frame in the world of building financing. So the co-op one was did have a bit of bad luck, but they were left in the lurch or really left in the lurch because they hadn't acted quickly enough, right? Well, they were also really left in the lurch because of First Republic going under. And yes, they hadn't started this early enough. So their options were limited, but then the First Republic was the final nail in the coffin. But then we thought that we were okay because Chase was taking over First Republic. And so the hope was that with them taking over, we'd be able to proceed with the existing terms. And then it was probably mid-May when Chase said, this isn't really the market we're in. And so we're not interested in even lending on this deal. So we went back and forth and it was probably 
towards the end of May when Chase said, nope, we're not going to lend. And this would have meant that the building would have been in default on their existing mortgage, which means that bank could take over the property, which is certainly not a viable option. You don't oftentimes hear of co-ops being in default and shareholders losing their uh, apartments. Chase, as you mentioned, wasn't interested in this particular market, but did the co-op's poor financials, do you think that that play a role in Chase saying no? It certainly didn't help, but I think in this case, it really is that that Chase is not in the co-op lending market. So that's not a business they wanted to pursue with their first Republic takeover. So where where do things stand now? And I imagine this hiring a broker, and I would imagine they're using a broker now, it's costing them a lot of money. Well, so what ended up happening is the board was able to get Chase to agree to a one-year loan with no prepayment penalty, which is generally unheard of in co-op underlying financing, but also one-year mortgages are unheard of. So they were able to escape in the short run, and we are already looking into options to refinance this, especially with the no prepayment penalty. But many of the costs incurred to secure this mortgage will be incurred within a year. There were legal fees, there are broker fees. I'd say probably somewhere to the tune of about $50,000 will be spent again. Don, how large a building is this? And how much of an assessment was imposed that the shareholders had to pay? How onerous was it for them? So the building is 50 units. And the assessment that was done was actually close to $200,000. And the reason for that was when Chase stepped in, they were not willing to lend the originally requested amount of the loan. So they were not able to finance closing costs. So they needed about $200,000 to pay all the closing costs, make sure that they had the funding to pay their property taxes that were coming due July 1st. So It was a hefty assessment with very short notice. How are their financials now? I imagine they haven't had enough time to clean them up. And how will this affect them finding a new mortgage? So we're in the process of making sure that the, well, the 2023 budget is now a break-even budget. The real objective now is that we have a break-even operating budget on an ongoing basis and not rely on last-minute operating assessments for operating costs. And in this case, it was an unusual situation to have to do an assessment to fund the actual closing costs and other costs related to this mortgage. Dawn, this sounds like quite a cautionary tale. What's the takeaway here? The number one takeaway here is have sound financials on a year-over-year basis. Make sure that each year you have a break-even budget and also plan ahead for any kind of capital expenditures or projects. And also start the mortgage process early. Even if you're not looking to prepay a mortgage, start thinking about it a year or two years prior to your refinancing so you can think about what projects you might want to bundle into or what costs you want to bundle into your next mortgage and work to get the best terms possible at the lowest cost. Dawn, this is offered, I think, a very valuable lesson. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.